Hey, hey, welcome to Career Coaching with Tiffany, the Office Informant Podcast. Here we focus on helping you navigate what's next in your career. Whether you're looking to prepare for a promotion, re-enter the workforce, or completely overhaul your career, this is the place to hear tips, tools, stories, and experiences to help you feel more confident in moving forward. I'm Tiffany, your host and guide. Hey, hey, friends, welcome to another episode of Career Coaching with Tiffany. That's me, the Office Informant Podcast. Today, we are continuing our conversation on interviewing. We're on episode four of the Roadmap to Interview Success series. And today, I'm going to share all of my strategies for answering tough interview questions. We are getting to the meat and potatoes of the interview experience. Are you ready? Let's get it. We are about to dive into a topic that has plagued so many of us from getting the job of our dreams, whether that we are afraid to attempt to go after that promotion because we don't want to go through the interview process, or unfortunately, we don't do well in interviews, and so that hinders us from getting that job that we really want. That is okay. Listen, I get it. Interviewing is hard, but it doesn't have to be impossible for you to overcome the interview steps in order to get the job, the career that you deserve. Before I get into the details of tackling tough interview questions, I want to tell you about Jen. Jen is a previous client that invested in the interview preparation services. And as a part of the interview prep package, you get a recorded mock interview tailored to fit the role or the types of roles that you are actively interviewing for. And so we went through the mock interview. In our conversation, I shared a couple tips after our mock interview, but I went back, looked at the recording and made lots of notes and sent that information to her. A couple of days later, after she reviewed the recording, she sent me an email and was like, hey, can we jump on a quick 15 minute call? And so we did. And the first thing she said to me was, how is it that we interviewed for 38 minutes? We had a conversation for 38 minutes and I talked so much, but I really didn't say anything. I mean, one of her answers was nine minutes long. I made sure I put that in her notes for her to pay attention to the fact that she said the same thing over and over. It probably could have been said in two and a half minutes, but she rambled for nine whole minutes and really didn't communicate anything new after those two and a half minutes. And so what we're going to be talking about today, the key to successfully answering interview questions is to be succinct, to be tight, and share only what's important. And here's a bonus tip that I'm going to talk about today is you have to be a fantastic storyteller. So let's get it. I see an interviewing experience kind of like a dance. There's give and take, there's back and forth, and it's all about those steps leading to you hopefully getting a job offer. But let's face it, some questions make us stumble. 
some questions throw us off our guard. Interviews can feel like an interrogation. It can feel like that spotlight is on us. It feels so heavy, but it's so important that we conquer these tricky situations. Let me just put this out there. You are not the only person going through interview challenges. You are not alone, my friend. Interviewers, hiring managers, HR professionals, we ask challenging questions and it's to better understand you as an individual candidate. We want to know what are your motivations, your skills, how you handle pressure or difficult situations. It's not about tripping you up. It's not about tricking you. It's not about a gotcha moment. It's about getting to know the real you, the real candidate that's going to come into the organization and solve complex challenges for us. Okay, friends. I am ready to start with the obvious. And if you have not listened to other episodes in this interviewing series, you should go back and listen to episode one. And it's all about preparation. And that's where I'm going to start today. Always, always, always be prepared. When you are expecting tough interview questions, and you should, you should always be prepared to talk about things that you might naturally get tripped up on. So questions about gaps in your employment, questions about a time you failed. We all love hate that question about what is your greatest weakness. Those things are things that you should prepare for ahead of time. And so you have a thoughtful answer to those questions and it doesn't feel like an empty answer. All right, I want to give you some examples. Let's start out by talking about gaps in our employment. For women, this has always been a challenge for us because we know we are primary caregivers. So whether it's taking time off to, to start and raise our families, taking time off to take care of an aging parent, or because we decided that we had an additional income in our household and we wanted to stay home. Whatever the reason, women seem to be plagued with the questions about gaps in our employment. I will tell you, since COVID, I hear that question less and less frequently from clients that I'm working with and they're preparing for interviews. Hiring managers, HR professionals just aren't asking questions about gaps within the last three years because it is so common for us to have taken off during our COVID years to take care of whomever or whatever needed to be taken care of. But let's just say you do get that question. Recently worked with a client on her resume update and she is re-entering the workforce. And she asked, I've been out of the workforce for nine months now. I need to know how do I explain that in an interview? And we talked it out and here is where she landed. She decided that she was going to be open, honest, and tell the truth. She's going to say, I left work to care for an aging parent. Unfortunately, the parent has passed. Our family is at peace. We've taken care of family business and I am ready to re-enter the workforce and get back to growing my career. This is an ideal opportunity for me because it allows me to step right back in where I left off nine months ago with a fantastic company and I know I'm going to get the support I need 
to restart, jumpstart my career. Do you have an interview coming up and the very thought of interviewing makes you want to run and hide? Well, guess what? I love interviewing. Weird, right? Well, I want to share tips and tools I've used personally and coach clients on for many years. You can download the pre-interview guide today. The best part, it's free. Inside of this free resource, I share steps you should take before the interview, insight into what hiring managers are looking for, and a list of common interview questions. You can get your copy at theofficeinformant.com backslash pre-interview guide. You can also find the link in the show notes. Next, let's talk about the dreaded, what is your greatest weakness question. Here's my advice. I like to highlight something that really is maybe a strength on steroids that you learn how to reel back or something that really is a positive, but if used too much or too little, it can become a weakness. Here's my example. I like to be busy. I love having a full plate at all times. And so when colleagues come to me and ask me to be a part of a project, prepare information for them, or any request that's necessary, I love saying yes. However, I've learned from experience that I always want to underpromise and overdeliver. I want to make sure that I meet the needs of my colleagues, my managers, my employees that are requesting information from me. And so what I've put into place when I'm nearing a full plate and requests come to me, I ask them, can I take a look at my priorities and get back to them? So there's no immediate answer or yes. I look through the list of things that I'm working on. I reprioritize them if I can in a way that's safe, and then I go back to the requester and say, yes, I can contribute this piece and this timeline, and this is what you can expect from me. Does that work for the request that you are making of me? And typically they are grateful and they say yes. And so as I talk about my weakness, yes, I like to stay busy. Yes, I like to contribute. Yes, that's been a problem in my past, but these are the barriers that I've set up to make sure that doesn't happen moving forward. Bam. Weakness, I've talked about for 10% of the time and I highlighted it, but 90% of that answer was all about the solution and how I prevent that from being a weakness. All right, friends, that is just two examples of tough, common interview questions. But the key here is to think through maybe challenges that you've had in your past and have answers prepared for those questions, whatever form they might come. All right, let's move on. Tip number two is understanding there's no right or wrong answer. Interviewers and hiring managers are interested in your thought process and how you approach problems. So when you're asked something like, how do you handle an angry customer? They're less interested in the step-by-step solution and more interested in how you got there as an individual. They want you to showcase your critical thinking and problem-solving skills. Honesty is always the key. Again, they're looking for a person to fill the job, not a robot. So be truthful in your responses. Interviewers appreciate honesty and they appreciate your personality coming through in your interview answers. You always want to be authentic. 
I said it in another episode, you want to keep it real to who you are, but you don't want to become, you know, out of nervousness, you don't want to tell too many jokes, you don't want to become a jester, you don't want to cloud the quality responses with too many jokes and too much personality because you are nervous. I'll give you an example. Many, many years ago, I was interviewing for an entry-level human resources job. Of course, I was nervous. It was high stakes. I really wanted to work for this organization and I really wanted to be a part of this team. I walked into the interview and I had a great interview experience. I began to relax and show my personality. And so my interview panel is all women, surprisingly, um, who all seem to be in a similar age group than myself. And one of the final questions was, what is something that really gets under your skin? What is something that just grinds your gears and bothers you? And before I, I knew it, I said, well, other than my husband, and then I went in with like a real answer. And so I showed my personality a little bit, but I didn't go in like bashing my husband. You know, that wasn't the purpose, but I was in front of a group of women. I thought, okay, there's someone in this room that can relate to a joke about a husband. And when I did get the job offer on my first couple of days of work, one of those panelists came to me and said, you know what? You had me well before you said this, but you really had me when you said this. You just showed your personality. You let your guard down. You weren't a robot. And we knew that we wanted to work with someone who can put a little humor in a situation and can read a room and know when something is appropriate. So honesty is key. Being you and being authentic is wonderful and making sure that you know there are no right or wrong answers. It is your approach and your process to solving those complex problems. It is time to get into my absolute favorite part of the interview prep process, and that is preparing for behavioral interviews. Behavioral interviews are those questions that interviewers ask to get a sense of what you've done in the past, and how that can be evidence to what you might do in the future. So you get questions like, tell me about a time when, insert task. So tell me about a time when you went above and beyond for a customer. Tell me about a time where you had to manage up to, to your manager. Tell me about a time where you had a challenging direct report and you had to coach them up or out of the organization. Tell me about a time when you had to change your communication style to reach an audience. Tell me about a time where you had to manage a complex project with little to no information. Tell me about a time where you identified a problem communicated a solution and implemented it to, to execution. So lots of examples of tell me about a time when. So in your preparation, as you're looking through that job description, you wanna look through those keywords that they say over and over and over. Process improvement, customer service, systems and processes, managing people, developing new systems, whatever that is that's the theme of those job descriptions, you want to expect questions around that area. And then you want to think of examples when you've solved similar problems to what they're highlighting in the job description. You want to think of stories where you have interact, interacted with difficult clients, interacted with difficult employees, coached an employee to success, communicated to a difficult audience, whatever those examples are, you want to think about those and you want to be able to tell a story 
to highlight how you have been successful in the past. And so they can draw that into how you might be successful at their organization in the future. And so you may have heard of the STAR technique. I've taught the STAR technique for many, many years. Before I was in human resources, when I was a director of career services working with students, the STAR technique was the core to answering those behavioral questions. Since then, I've made a couple of edits and I have began to teach the PAR technique. And that's problem, action, result. And as you're telling a story, you are going to tell the story in that order. So if someone asks, tell me about a time where you had to communicate difficult information to an audience. You're going to say what the problem was. I had to communicate financial information to my leadership team that we were going to be in the red for this budget year if we don't cut half a million dollars. That's the problem. We have to cut a half million dollars. What action did you take? I went through the budget line by line. I made suggestions of where we could cut things. I looked at last year's budget to see where we didn't spend the money that we allocated in the budget. I looked for waste, like whatever you did as the action and make sure you are the hero in your story. Don't talk about what someone else did. Either you are the sole person that did it or you let a team to do it or a team was working on it and you came up with the core part of the solution. So what that action was, and then you tell the result. A lot of people stop at action and they're done with the story. No, you wanna tell what the result is. And so this is the problem, this is the action. And on a Friday morning, I had to present this information to the executive team. I had printouts ready for everyone. I had a PowerPoint presentation. I walked them through our current budget. I walked them through last year's budget. I proposed solutions to, to filling the half million dollar gap. And we had a 30 minute discussion about accepting and declining and introducing other solutions. Within an hour, I was able to walk out of that meeting with not only filling the deficit, but we had 100K surplus because we were able to make smart decisions based off of the information that I prepared for the leadership team. Bam, you just told a 90 to a 90 second to a two minute story that highlighted what the problem was, the action you took as the hero and what the end result is, that problem is solved. And so in that example, if I am interviewing you, I heard that you know how to see a problem, you know how to look for solutions to a complex problem. You were able to read your executive team and know what they would want. You're not going to just come in there and lay the problem at their feet. You're going to come with solutions as well. So you're not going to be that person that comes into my office and throws a problem on my desk. You're going to come to me and you're going to be prepared to have a conversation about solutions you've already thought through. And collaboratively, we can come up with that end result. That's what I heard as an interviewer. And as a hiring manager, that is attractive. That is how you want to answer those behavioral interview questions. So here's some extra keys. I've said it twice already. Make sure you're the hero of the story. And two, don't go on forever. And so in the example that I just gave, you could ramble about, you know, this person said this and this person said that. No, those are not high leverage conversation points. Go ahead and have your examples ready, the stories you want to tell based on that job description. Have some bullet points prepared on how you will tell that story, but don't waffle. Don't repeat the same things over and over. You have made your point in a succinct way. Do not let that point get lost in the fluff around that answer. There you have it, folks. 
That is how you answer a behavioral interview question that the interviewer and the hiring managers will respond to positively. All right, folks, here's my last tip of this episode. Remember, an interview is a conversation and it's typically the start of a relationship. It is okay in the interview not to have an immediate answer for every question especially those tough interview questions. It is perfectly fine to take a moment and gather your thoughts before responding. We'd rather hear a thoughtful and considerate response rather than just rushing something out and not really answering the question that we are asking. Then we have to go back and ask clarifying questions. And sometimes we still don't get the answer that we're looking for. So make sure you are actively listening to the question and be okay to pause and take your time. If you need to ask clarifying questions to make sure you understand what they're asking, don't hesitate to do that. This ensures that you're providing the most relevant and appropriate response, and ultimately, that's what hiring managers are looking for. That is it for the episode today, tackling tough interview questions. If you remember to prepare, If you have a positive mindset going into your interview, remember to answer behavioral questions with the PAR technique and pausing when you get those really tough questions, you can navigate any interview to success. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you practice, practice, practice your interview techniques and you found this episode helpful.